Well, welcome to another edition of Pierre's Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Pierre Mel, and as always, it is a delight to be here with you guys. Before we go any further, I must, however, again, make the plea for you to consider helping us out by making a donation to the ministry so that we can go on ahead and pay our radio bills. Listen, you guys have been doing such a wonderful job here recently with helping us by contributing. And so again, as always, I would prayerfully ask you to consider to look deep in your heart and ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that you may contribute? For more information, you can go to peerspodcast.com and there you can find out how and where to give so that we may continue to further the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to a generation that is lost and that needs to know our Heavenly Father. Amen. Listen, we're going to jump into today's message, and we are continuing with our series, God the Provider. God the Provider. This is going to be part two. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this to kick it off. As we jump into part two today, looking at God the provider, I want to look at special instances of God's practical provision. Uh, food and water in the wilderness would be the first one we will look at. And Exodus 16, 13 through 19 says, That evening vast numbers of quail flew in and covered the camp. And the next morning, the area around the camp was wet with dew. When the dew evaporated, a flaky substance as fine as frost blanketed the ground. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? They asked each other. They had no idea what it was. And Moses told them, it is the food the Lord has given you to eat. These are the Lord's instructions. Each household should gather as much as it needs. Pick up two quarts for each person in your tent. So the people of Israel did as they were told. Some gathered a lot, some only a little. But when they measured it out, everyone had just enough. Those who gathered a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only a little had enough. Each family had just what it needed. Isn't it wonderful to know that in our time of need, God is our provider and he provides the provision for the needs that we may have at that present moment. Listen, it's a beautiful illustration here when we look at what God did with the children of Israel because he gave them what they needed based on their circumstances and their situation. Listen, God will give you what you need based on your circumstance and your situation. When we read further along in that story, we see where they are told to not take more than what was needed, for it would not last long enough for them to be able to hang on to it. The whole point in that is to teach them to have confidence 
in the Lord, to put their trust not inside of the creation, but to put their trust in the creator. This is something that we can all learn from because too many of us tend to lean not into the ways of the Lord, but we tend to lean into our own understanding and we tend to lean into the things of this world. We tend to think that the world has a system that will not fail us. However, this is not true. The system that the world has will let us down over and over and over again. And so the reality of it is we have to learn how to put our complete and total faith and total trust into our Lord and Savior. Again, that's the beauty. Some families were smaller, so they only had a little bit of what they needed. Other families were larger, so they needed more. And so God gave them more. It wasn't that God was showing favoritism over any particular family. It was more so helping them understand whatever your need is, that is what I will provide for you. Listen, whatever your need is, that is what God will provide for you. Well, pastor, are you saying that we should not desire more? I'm not saying that at all. It's human nature to desire more. But what I am saying is we should not make having more our security blanket. We should not put our confidence in having more. Listen, if you want more, ask God for more faith in him. 1 Kings 17, 6 talks about a wonderful man of God, the prophet Elijah. And listen to what it says. It says, the ravens brought him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he drank from the brook. But after a while, the brook dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. Verse 8 says, Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go and live in the village of Zarephath, near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. Again, another demonstration of God's wonderful power over his creation. The ravens God brought forth to the man of God, Elijah, to feed him. They brought him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he drank from the brook that he was resting at. But after a while, God dried the brook up. Well, why, Pastor? Simple, because God was trying to move Elijah out of his current position into the next assignment that he had for him. And so what does he do? He closes one door and opens another door for the man of God to provide for him. And the beautiful thing about it is, as you study this story, you see God do a miraculous sign in the widow for being obedient to the man of God. Listen, let me ask you a question. Maybe you're in a season of your life right now where God is trying to close one door to open up another door. Man, have you considered maybe stopping and praying and asking God, Lord, what are you trying to do in my life right now? What are you taking out of my life to provide for me in my life in this new season? Too many times we tend to write things off and think that it's the devil. Everything's not the devil. Sometimes it's God's way of moving you. So he closes one door and opens up another door. Closes one door and opens up another door. Opens up another door and then he closes a door. 
And the brilliance of it is, is that if we trust in him, he will provide for us. I was recently having a conversation with a brother of mine who was going through a job situation where he was really having some issues with his boss. And ultimately, he's in sales. He was told he wasn't meeting the numbers. And because he wasn't meeting the numbers, that his job was more than likely going to be terminated because he had a certain quota to meet. So when he asked me about what he should do, I told him he should prayerfully seek God's face and ask God what is his complete and perfect will for him. Listen, we have to all learn to ask God, Heavenly Father, what is your will for me? See, it's not about our will. It's not about our desire. It's not about what we want. As followers of Christ, it should always be about what he wants. Everything that you're going through, every trial that you're faced with, everything that you're dealing with in life is either God allowed or God ordained. Let me say that again. It's either God allowed or either God ordained, meaning God either allows it to happen to you or God puts it in your life for it to happen to you because ultimately he's trying to do something in you. And the only way he can do that is when we buy completely in into him. Have you bought completely in into our Heavenly Father? Are you choosing to follow him? And I'm not talking about follow him because of what he's done for you or is doing for you. I'm talking about following him even when he doesn't do for you. Even when you feel like he's not doing anything for you. The reality of it is he actually is doing something for you. You just can't see it. And so here's the brilliance of that. Well, we just have to read it. The ravens fed Elijah. Listen, the ravens will feed you and take care of you and provide for you. God uses his creatures and his creation to take care of his children. And that's a wonderful story for us to examine and look at. And then the third point I want to look at inside of our message today, a simple message, but a very needed message for all of us is the story of Matthew 14, 15 through 21. And it says that evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, that isn't necessary. You feed them. But we have only five loaves of bread and two fishes, they answered. Bring them here, he said. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and blessed them. Then, breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples, who distributed it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. About 5,000 men were fed that day, in addition to all the women and children. Listen, a powerful, powerful, powerful story there. A story that shows you the goodness of our Heavenly Father. Elijah, being a man of God, was taken care of by God's creation. But the people were taken care of by our Lord and Savior. I love it. I love it. Listen to me carefully. We the people are being taken care of 
by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He sits next to the Father on the throne, interceding for us. When we pray and we ask the things that we must ask for from our Heavenly Father, He does not forget us. Don't you ever think that you are forgotten. I don't care how hard it is and how crazy it gets. God has not forgotten you. He will provide for you above and beyond more than you can ask or think. More than you can ask or think. Well, listen, as we wrap it up, I want you to really, 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 really think about what I'm saying and really consider Maybe you are faced with some challenges right now and maybe you feel like just throwing in the towel. I really feel like right now there's somebody out there that is really, really burnt out, exhausted, and they're ready to give up on their walk with Christ. They're ready even to commit suicide. Listen to me carefully. The devil is a liar. The truth is not in him. And you have to realize that you are not forgotten. My friend, brother, sister, hang in there. Jesus did something very, very important. He went and he offered up in prayer what was needed to provide for the people. Take some time to stop what you're doing and offer up in prayer to God what is needed. Ask him to provide for you and watch the miraculous sign that he does on your behalf. There's no reason to give up. There's no reason to walk away. There's no reason to throw in the towel. There's no reason to give up your life. God has so much more planned for you in abundance. So do not get tired. Do not get weak. Do not throw in the towel. Hang in there and fight. Amen? Well, listen, my friends, we are out of time today. But as always, I want to encourage you to continue to support us. Listen, we need your help. We need your help. We cannot do it without you. So prayerfully consider and ask the Lord what he will give you to provide for us so that we can continue to go out and preach this gospel on this radio station around the world and throughout all of our social sites. God is going to bless you to be a blessing to us so we can continue to be a blessing to others. Amen. For more information on Pierce Podcast, visit our website, www.pierspodcast.com. You can also check us out on YouTube at Pastor Pierre Mayo, as well as also on Facebook, Pierre's Podcast, and also anywhere where you listen to your favorite podcast, we are broadcasting there. So, as always, look forward to seeing you guys next week, and you've been listening to Pierre's Podcast. Bye-bye. Peace.